welcome to the Chapman and Randy Show. Thanks for joining us yet again. We appreciate all the support and for you joining us back because I know we took a long break for a while. Last episode, we got into sports and the Olympics and all kinds of other sports-related issues. You had something you wanted to bring up? Oh, well, there's a story going on now about this kid with Down syndrome um, stemming from the 14-year-old boy in October 2014 died while choking on a hot dog at Reading Cinemas. Okay, uh, the claim was the teen was eating a hot dog while watching the movie, began to exhibit signs of choking due to what appeared to be a blocked airway. Complaint says the, that he tried to stop the choking but wasn't able to because he could not see in the dark theater and was unable to hear due to the high, high volume of the movie's audio. Documents said the employees arrived and he begged and pleaded to have them turn on the lights and turn down the audio so he could find out what was causing the teen's choking. In the middle of the movie? Yeah. What? Well, it's okay, but and then it says that the the, the cinema employees refu- callously they put in the thing refused to turn on the lights or turn down the audio because company policies did not allow them to interrupt the movie once it starts. This and then the kid ended up dying and okay, this I, is bullshit. I, I just have a lot of questions. So, movie's already going and they stand up and what look at the projector area. Okay, but how did he get? How did he get the? The, no, I'm sure he ran out. How did he get the attention of the, the employees? Because like when I said a couple episodes ago, I don't think the sound is that loud. Because I told you guys a couple episodes ago, we went and saw that Bad Moms movie. And oh, there was God. drunks in front oh. of us fighting. And I could hear every word they were saying. And now if my grandkid was choking or whatever, I'm pretty sure that I could dig in there, dig out, and hear... This plus, how did he get? How did he alert the employees? He had to run out and leave the kid there to alert choking the employees. Yeah, that's weird. To to that's alert really the employees that the that the kid is choking. That's really weird, man. People, I, dude, sad. if you look, kids choke on hot dogs all the time. It's like the number one thing, and it doesn't like. Plus, not to mention, so if the kid is has a problem eating those, you might not want to get them for him. And two, then on the other hand of that, how many people go to the movies? Every day and buy a hot dog, and there's never a problem. Never. I, this is the only time I've ever heard of it. So, I mean, your special case doesn't necessarily... This uh, That concert I went to, uh, the Ride for Bob concert, we were standing there, and we, me and my wife met this cool couple. Uh, names were Veronica, and I think his name was Robert or Richard. I can't remember exactly. But she was little. I mean, my wife is short. This chick was shorter than my wife. What happened is these, then these two drunk bitches come up, Stumbling, they they hit me in the back, almost knocked me over. Jesus. And I turned around, like they were that stumbled. I turned around to look behind me, what the hell is going on? And then uh, her, her, this Veronica chick, her, her dude, her boyfriend gets hit by him too, and he's just like, "Hey, what's up, ladies?" Or he says something, and she goes like this, and double guns him right in the face, fucking what? birds. So that his chick, little feisty chick, turns around and she's ready to go with both of these bitches. Right, right. Right next to us. So I was like, Jen, check this out. So my wife turned around, and she just told, like, because that Veronica chick was in the bitch's ear. She was tearing her up. But this bitch went like this, and she goes, she lifts up her shirt and tries to tell her, well, I can do that because this is a cancer ride, and I had a mastectomy. And and this is like this where people want special because because of whatever they have. So this kid has Down syndrome or whatever doesn't mean that, like, You've got to be the one, if, if it's your relative, your child, you're, you're in care of that child. You're the one that has to make the special precautions for this yeah, person, I mean, not the rest of the world. Because more than likely you're a caregiver, right? Well, it was his grandfather. 
Well, I probably didn't know what he was doing. Right, but then you shouldn't take the fucking kid. I mean, yeah. the fact is, is... Well, you know what, dude? The prosecuting team for reading cinema is going to tear these people apart. But I bet you they'll pay him. What do you mean? Because they don't Their want Their insurance will settle out because it'll be cheaper to fight it, If I mean, depending depending how it comes down. Yeah, I, man, dude. I, that's sad. I, you know, that's sad, but some people with, with, you know, Down syndrome and other conditions, they... I mean, you know, what, he's 14 years old? I, and what's I the money going to fix? It's not going to bring the kid back. That's what I'm saying. I mean, at the end of the day, shouldn't this dude be out there, like, pushing for some kind of movement to, uh, for, like, some kind of call button, a help button, right. something well, like... yeah, because, you know, that actually would be a good idea. Fuck, dude, you're, so, you're full of all kinds of ideas, bro. Uh, yeah, like a call button, like on Like, on, on the corner of the theater, fucking break glass, if something's really going down, the fucking lights will kick on, you know, the fucking people come running oh, in. like you know people be fucking with it. Right, though. but it's going to be like a break glass type. I mean, you could yeah. make that shit like like a fire alarm, basically, you where... It, like, it's a felony type shit. Right, you know, there's some kind of, you know... Punishment for you know hitting it. Yeah, that's sad, man. That was locally here too. That's at the theater you always. Valley Plaza. Valley Plaza Reading Cinema. That sucks, man. Could you imagine being in that movie? I mean, could you imagine? Wow, when was how much it? of a dick you'd have felt like to ask for your ticket price for your ticket money back because you got it interrupted? This must have happened right before I came home because that was in two thousand. October thirtieth, two thousand fourteen. Oh, I was home. I don't remember that. I don't either, really. I mean, who knows? What? But I mean, I was drinking a lot just out of the army. So can you imagine those some assholes like, "Hey, man, I need my ticket money back." There was some shit going on, and some fucker died. Well, not even died, but there was just some commotion going on, and I didn't get to enjoy Mariah Carey's glitter. This is bullshit. God, dude. Uh, Somebody was just telling me that when when you have your ticket stub, you can get a refund if you don't like the movie. I always heard it was the first forty-five minutes. You don't have until the end of the movie. No, I. I mean. So you can go, you can watch an entire movie and say, you know what, I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, no. Nah, nah. back. And that's one of those. But see, you know what, dude? Like, this is a problem. That's kind of the problem, even if that was the case. There's a problem with, like, there's a buyer we bear, beware thing that people don't want to risk anymore. Like, you go to a, a grocery store and people will come up and ask, hey, man, do you know how to pick a watermelon? Like, they uh, won't even risk. They won't even risk the fact that. And then, like, basically then, if it sucks... They can go to their cookout and be like, well, I didn't pick it. Somebody yeah, else did. The, that person's an the, asshole. The you guy know? at the grocery store told me this was the right. good one because they don't want to look stupid. You probably get so, that a lot, huh? So they don't want any ownership of that shit. You get that a lot? People just They're everyone. guaranteed, too. If it sucks, you take it back. Because I don't know about that shit. I don't, how do you pick a good watermelon? It's color. Some people go with sound, but I think that's bullshit. Yeah, Libby was telling me it's that you want to see a lot of scratches on it. because Well, scratches is one thing that people look at because they say that shows sweetness that if the bugs can, you know. Because yeah, birds, ba- birds are going after it. That's basically like insects and birds attacking. But actually, you want to just look for a good, generally, like a good, solid, like yellow. Because yeah. that means they didn't pick it too early, like oh, a real yeah, dif- yeah, yeah. differentiating yellow from the rest of the melon. Dude, but we don't, we hardly ever talk about that, dude. About like you doing that. Like, how long have you been doing that with the with the? Uh, I ain't talking about where, but uh, no, 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 not where. I I don't know because I was off for a while. Yeah, because you were hurt and stuff. I broke my shoulder and dead rotator cuff surgery, so I was off for a couple, three years, maybe. The grocery industry, man, and dr- grocery industry, trucking industry, and nurses, I think, are the most underestimated people in the world. And I'm not just saying that because you're my buddy and you're right here. I really do mean that. You know, because if, if, if the grocery industry were to complete, like, shut down, dude, we'd be fucked. If the truckers quit bringing goods all around the country, we'd be fucked. And if nurses just said, ah, fuck it, you know, uh, doctors aren't about to go do all that shit that nurses do. You know, my opinion. Well, you know, it's really cool. Like, people don't realize, like, 
last like say like last Thanksgiving, like we're out of celery. Like oh, shit, that's a big one. No, yeah, but like it was Thanksgiving Day at five or six PM. And people are like, what do you mean you don't have any celery? It's impossible. You can't be out of celery. Well, for one, we don't grow it in the fucking bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not. And and you it's 6 it o'clock bag? on Thanksgiving night. It's fucking over. Yeah, Your meal you, should be done by yeah, now. Why like, haven't you been cooking? All yeah, it, it, it's over. Oh, my God. That's funny, dude. But people will get so belligerent. It's like, well, and then like, uh, you know, like last year when they had the mudslides and the yeah. grapevine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, our trucks got stopped. Yeah, right. So uh, we're uh, out of shit. And people are like, oh my god, I can't believe it's fucking like it's not it's do, not do watch, infinite, you, do you know. Watch the fucking news. And then not to mention, then like then you'll be like, oh, you know what? Well, we do have a little bit, and then they'll be like, and they're like, oh, dude, I would take anything. I would take any, and like, no, that's not good enough. I don't want it. You know, go oh, fuck, fuck yourself. Yeah. That's why I don't. <laughs> dude, there's a lot of Indians in Bakersfield, man. Do you get like, do you guys get Indians requesting weird fucking fruit and like weird? There's some shit. Like, I don't even know what fuck it is. You. <laughs> You're like, is this a fucking root? I don't know what it is. I don't know what you use it for. Some of that shit you don't want to touch because it stinks. Some of it, you know, like, it's got, like, fucking shit that'll prick you on it. Like, there's shit. I don't know what it is. So when they pick bananas, for example, because bananas aren't grown in America, man. They're grown down in, like, South America and shit. They're they're not ripe. No, they gas them. What do you mean? They gas them to like it's either to ripen them or to slow down the ripening process. So I can't when, they, remember. when they cut them down, they're nowhere near ripe. No, they're getting ripened on the uh, way. Half up. the time you get them, they're green as shit anyway. Yeah, I've been waiting for it, but like some of the dudes have told me that there's like these big ass nasty banana spiders every once in a while that you'll find in a box. Like yeah, they're I see, dead, I, I've but seen pictures the ones that live in the fucking trees. And yeah, shit. well, dude, but when you start there thinking about it, like because we get a pallet or two of bananas like every day. And God you figure damn, you dude. figure all the stores that are around here, like in all across that America. whole goddamn, like the whole Central America, South America, like there's just got to be banana plantations. That's just all it is. Everywhere. That's all it is, and, and they're getting paid shitty wages. I mean, it just has to be. What's funny about that though, too, is like sometimes when you get some of the stuff, is like they'll pack it with like if you get like some produce from Mexico, they'll pack it with like newspapers from Mexico. Oh shit. So you'll see like these fucking decapitation fucking pictures and oh shit my on God, the front, our, dude. That our newspapers can't show. Yeah, you just open it up and you're like, God damn, like there's heads flying in here. Save and, like, some of that shit and bring it in. That'd be some funny stuff to talk about. It's fucking out of hand, some of the shit you see. Well, dude, all these countries down south, that's that's their, that's their, uh, that's their fucking economy, man, is it bananas? What, what country did that, what, Nicaragua? It's like Honduras. Fucking and, Honduras and shit, man. That's sad. It's all state. It's all. Uh, I mean, that's what you got. I mean, you figure that like it's like that whole damn like when they're talking about like the cutting down of the rainforest and all that. You're not gonna. Oh. When I started thinking, I was like, well, yeah, they probably cut that shit all down, took the timber out, and they're making goddamn banana plantations oh, that's everywhere. Fucking, that's fucked up, dude. Pretty soon the earth's just gonna be a giant fucking, fucking farm. Banana plant. God, dude. So locally, man, Bakersfield has been getting fucking crazy. We've talked about shootings. We've talked about the cockroaches. You know what's funny to me, man, is that you and I were talking about this cockroach program uh, problem around Bakersfield with restaurants getting closed down months ago months ago and now now certain radio shows in town are bringing it up and I just sit back and, and listen and watch and I just I'm like you know what dude kudos to me and Randy because we were talking about this shit a long time ago so just goes to show man that you know we, we've been on the right track doing shit Tony I still think there's some mob shit involved with that with the cockroaches or either the- either like either not mob as an actual mob but like 
Either the the people who were in charge of, like, because this was a new person that took over the food, like, you know, inspections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either the people before them were shit and they didn't do their job, or the new people are, like, basically accepting, like, demanding protection money and shutting people down, dude. Because you've never seen the rash of, like, just shuddered as you are now. One of the things I heard recently is that this is the worst infestation of cockroaches Bakersfield has ever seen, at least in the past 30 years. There was a thing on the news, actually, I saw it. It was a video on one of the news stations that the reason it's so bad is because of the drought. Typically, these bugs and shit, they stay down in, like, the sewers, the water lines, you know, in the ground. Right. But because there's no fucking water, they're going out looking for it, and where's the water at, dude? People. Restaurants. Hotels and shit. I've seen them everywhere, dude. I've seen them at my barbershop. Uh, I've seen them in Petco. Restaurants, movie theaters. Well, anywhere there's space and there's anything, they're gonna be. I mean, that's the thing is like, you gotta put. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to see them when you're in a restaurant. You don't want to see them walking around. You know, walking and you know, hey man, you know, roach comes up, knocks on your shoulder. Hey man, pass the ketchup or some shit. <laughs> like you know, Applebee's or something. Yeah, shit. you don't want to see it, but you got to imagine, dude, that they have like open water, they have drains, they have all that shit. That there's some there. I mean. What is it about cockroaches that people? Because I fucking can't. Because they're them. big, nasty-looking fuckers. But, that, but there's bigger bugs out there. Like when I, if I see a praying mantis, I'm like, oh, cool, praying mantis. Or if I see a dragonfly, yeah, I'm but like, you don't, you don't associate pestilence and filth and shit with, you know. Yeah, with, I think that's what it is. I think it's what comes along with the cockroaches. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I mean, when you see them, you're like, oh god. Cause I, all I, right, let's just say it. It's because they're black, and yeah, we all freak brown. out. They're brown. That's what it is. They're, they're black and brown, dude. Okay, we, we, we said it. I'm with you. We're going to build a wall, and we're going to keep all the roaches out. Um, I, I've noticed them in my neighborhood. We had to hire – you know, we don't have roaches in my house, but they're outside, dude. And when you see one outside, you're like, oh, shit, where there's one, there's millions. That's like the no, thing. No, I man. mean, like when you live in an apartment. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. I did, I've done that. I South. remember we had – we lived off of those apartments, like, what are they, the Mirage apartments now? But this was, like, 20 years ago before they were the Mirage, like, on Real and Wilson. Okay, yeah. And we saw, like, because I was working nights at the time. so They'd be waiting for you? Well, I'd come home. Well, I'd get off, like, at 1, 2 in the morning and come home and drink and go to bed about 6 in the morning, which, of course, is, you know, their prime time to come hang out or whatever. And we didn't have them, but we had them. Like, so I saw, like, one run across, like, something. So it's like, all right, we're bombing this shit. So we went and got the bug bomb. Dude, and I swear, all it did was piss off the ones that, like, their, their friends that we killed. And they, they, and they fucking, because our Jesus, neighbors were yeah. fucking covered, dude. Oh, God, that's horrible. Horrible. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. You know, we, we saw one in the garage, and I said, nope, call the pest man. And uh, he's like, yeah, they're coming up from the, uh, you know, in the front yard. Everybody has those little... Somewhere in your front yard in Bakersfield, you have a uh, sprinkler. Yeah. Like a sprinkler box, and that's where they're at. He's like, come check this out. And he didn't even go to mine. He went to my neighbor's. He goes, let me just show you. And he went to my neighbor's yard, pulled his up with a little stick, and, dude, I, I said, okay. So he sprayed them and, you know, killed all of them in there. He said, that's what they do. They nest in those things because there's water. Well. They need water. Remember like when we fucking were putting the, the signs out for Freedom Fest? Oh, my God. On Over Rosedale. by Rosedale where the whole fucking ground moved. Rosedale and coffee. Remember I, I went there. Where that there, canal was there. I went there the first time by myself. And, uh, yes, dude, that's so funny. And I went there and I felt something on my leg. And I, I figured it was like a mosquito or a fly. And I looked down and I'm wearing shorts. And it's a fucking cockroach on my leg. And I jumped out of my skin. 
And I came back with you like a week later. I said, watch, dude. And you saw for yourself. Fucking disgusting. That's weird, man. Like on a, on an intersection. Oh yeah, but the canals right there, yeah, and they run good. up and down. Like, Ugh. well, when you go fishing at the aqueduct, you'll see like they're weird looking, but you'll see these bugs that go down, and like they run this little track. They run down the side of the bank, and they go back up, and they disappear all day. Yeah, that and they're big, dude. Downtown, they're big. I went to uh, Sandrini. Oh, the fucking ones downtown are probably sixty-five years old and fed off of you know old hospital radiation or something. Ugh. God, dude. So Bakersfield, man. What this town? First of all, we're surrounded by fire. You know, there's a fire up there past Kernville. The Erskine fire destroyed a bunch of homes and shit uh, near what is that? Where is that? Uh, up by you know, up in the mountains, Isabella, Isabella area. Well, that's when I was freaking out when we were stuck in traffic too. Is I'm like, we're in fucking three and a half miles, three and a half hours to go oh, three and a half miles, and it's right. like, what if a fucking fire starts? Some of these assholes, fucking, you know. <sighs> dude, that's scary. You know, that's what it would be like if, if L.A. were to get take some huge... I think I told you, if L.A. Yeah. Like, my opinion is that if L.A. were to have some huge natural disaster or terrorist attack, all them people would be on that great... That's the only way out of there. And that's Wonderful. what I was thinking, too, is it's like, well, what if one of these assholes just decided to yell, oh, Akbar, and, you know, self-immolate right in the middle of that traffic? Like, yeah, what the fuck target. are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, so Bakersfield's been... It's, uh, dude, you got human trafficking. You got fucking all kinds of madness, man. You got the uh, Kern High School District police chief who is suing the Kern High School District. I didn't really read why. That's kind of weird. We talked about the Blaze leaving. Yeah, Bakersfield, you know, it's a small little city, man. we got all kinds of issues and problems. Uh, you know how uh, Pat would... We've had Pat with uh, Phantom Stranger. You know, remember we were putting up Freedom Fest mm-hmm. signs and shit, and he said, hey, you can't put Freedom Fest signs downtown. The, the city will come and take them down. A lady, she's a writer for the Bakersfield, California, and her name's Lois Henry. I guess her dog's missing. She went and put signs up, and they told her you had to put them down. So Bakersfield's real weird about that. That's strange. Yeah, but then you see a, but you know it's because they're they're paying attention to that little area that's two, you know, three blocks around the police station and city hall or whatever. Because I've seen these assholes leave yard sale signs out there from May that are still hanging out on a pole or something like Chester, like or you mean no, like, just in neighborhoods in or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's funny. I don't know, man. It's it's a weird little town to live in. If you don't live in Bakersfield and you listen, well, I think elsewhere. part of it is though is that like this town. It's a city. I mean, it's but it wants to be to big. be bigger and be more important than it is. So it's almost like we have to do some of this shit to make us like like we need the chain restaurants in here to make us like be legit that people feel that we can't have you know. But nobody wants to pay the taxes. The, the city council in the county the, they don't want to pay the taxes to help build this shit to get the. Sheriff's Department to grow. Well, this town has been a fucking disaster from the beginning. For you look at stupid road <laughs> designs, they never expected this shit to get bigger than 10,000 people. And I hate to tell you, it already is. I mean, you look at the way Union, is that where you get down there where Union, where all of a sudden right in the middle of the road, if there's an overpass and it like turns right in the middle of the road, and, like there's just goofy shit everywhere. The freeway that we have that leads to nowhere. That if it rains, it floods. I mean, talking about the one, the, the, the new one, the West Side Parkway. I thought the whole point of that shit was to take the 99 and connect it to I five, I five, and and when I got home, it, it stops, and it's a pain in the ass because you can't get off the 99 in between Rosedale and Ca- and California, but that's where that fucking freeway ends. Well, part of what's actually supposed to get you is from like 58 to I five, right. Right, exactly. Well, you know, I was reading something about that, and I always wondered, like, why did... And this is... I was a kid, or maybe it was built before, but why the fuck does a 58 that's 
this highway that leads for miles and miles just end at a shopping center. I could never figure it out. Oh, the one, yeah, the Mighty 58 that you can take all the way to connect to the 15th Before you get to Bay, you know, you get to the 40, you get to Interstate, and I could never figure out why. But I was reading somewhere that I guess basically there was like a highway boom like in the 70s or whatever where they were building all these freeways and basically they ran out of funding or whatever. Uh, and it just stopped. Because I guess the initial plan was for it to connect out to I-5. Because the 58 picks up again five or four. Five miles north on Rosedale. That's yeah, Rosedale, I'm, Rosedale Highway is 58. It's weird. But it was. I think, like, originally, I think Stockdale maybe, basically, which is Stockdale Highway now, even though it's a little bit off the site, was supposed to go all the way out there. Right. But so the, I, I wonder why they never called Stockdale Highway the 58. They just ran out of funding or whatever and just, Fucking like... weird. That's weird. Like, like they... Oh, the next main highway will be the 58. Well, you know why they did that. I'm sure why they made Rosedale 58 and Stockdale not, and it's probably just because of doing... Because there was nothing out there here back nothing, then. Exactly. I was just thinking that. Probably back then there was nothing there. Because, I mean, when I was a kid, my a dad died before I was five, but he worked for Occidental, and we'd come to pick up his checks on Stockdale Highway, and it was in the middle of fucking, like, there wasn't shit. Where, where was that back then? Like, where is it now? Where would that place be now? Across the street from the Outback. Oh, like where that shopping center is. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it was that shopping. Yeah. I think there was an Occidental building was somewhere right wow. around there, and there wasn't shit. I mean, there, you know, I mean, and you look at like I went to West, and you look at the pictures of like West when they, they always claimed that back in the day that that school was unditchable. I mean, yeah, this is before was this is before fields. I went there. But yeah, because it was out in the middle of the fucking orange orchards, Weird, and if they man. saw some asshole sixteen year old walking out in the middle of the orange orchards, they where said, "Hey, going? stupid, get back to school," right, you know. Right. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I mean, even out here where I stay, you know, on this side of Southwest, I remember it all being dirt fields. I, I mean, as a kid, we rode our bikes out there, hung out, did stupid shit, and as in high school, we drove out there and drank and smoked weed. And now there's houses and Rite Aids and shopping centers. It's weird, man. It, we had field parties basically where my house is sitting right now. Literally, exactly. My grandma and my brother-in-law live exactly where I used to have field parties and smoke weed and make out with chicks. It's funny, man. It's funny. What a weird town, though, man. It's like they, like you said, they want to grow so bad. And and you know what, dude? What, what's our population? Like three hundred fifty million or fuck? Thousand. Sorry, sorry, three hundred fifty thousand. Well, you know, it's getting crazy too when you look at it. Is like out by where you work out there, but like Shafter decided to extend their city limits all the way right up again, yes. like where they're building those houses. Yes. And that shit's twenty miles away from the center, center city center of Shafter. Dude, that's so crazy. You bring that up because I saw that a couple weeks ago. If you. Well, yeah, I was in there with you, and I said, look at these yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, you're with me. If you, so if you don't know what we're talking about, if you're going on the 7th Standard West, right, off to 99, you're going west towards Rosedale, like Callaway Coffee and those roads, right when you get to Callaway at that light, uh, the sign on the right-hand side of the road, so the north side of the road facing east, just look, just look north northwest, and you'll see it right at the intersection. It says "Welcome to Shafter." It says "City of Shafter." I mean, it's out there. They're like, "Here we are." So they're, they're prepping. They're like, they're like, they probably they're got about plans. ready to build some shit or do something out there because, like, I guarantee that's a taxes issue. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be taxes and like some kind of you know like road type thing. That's what I could never understand. Like when when the city of Bakersfield was like. When the city of Bakersfield was giving like all this shit to like these WalMarts and everything that were coming into town, and they were talking about the roads and the taxes and everything like that, I was like, "Why don't they?" If I was them, as I'd go I'd hit some farmer up, dude, like out in Pumpkin Center, yeah. and be like, "Look, dude, here's some cash," and then we would use all the Bakersfield roads to transport our shit, 
and we could use all the the, the freeways yeah. and everything connected to it and be like, oh, good, you don't get the taxes, stupid, but we're still putting a tax on all your infrastructure and everything else, and that's what you get. Dude, so those houses right there on that intersection, remember those houses being built? Yeah. That, that's now the, the city of Shafter. How weird. Dude, uh, the house I grew up in sits right now. I wonder on, how good the tax break is. Though, it's it's got to be a lot. I guarantee you it's a lot. The house I grew up in sits on the corner of Campus Park and Buena Vista, so its backyard faces Campus Park, Buena Vista. For years, it was nothing but fields, and the rumor was that... The oh, people, we so drink out there. Yeah, the rumor was, <laughs> and, and what all the people in the neighborhood said, is that guy, he'll never sell his land. Well, you know what, man? Grandpa died. Grandpa died, and you know what? Money talks, bullshit walks, and I guarantee you the family was like, look, you know... We can continue to do this, or we can sell and, and invest and do other things. And now, dude, there's an apartment complex. There's an old people home. And he sold, man. Well, I mean, another spot that people used to go out and drink is right over here. You know where the Walmart is right over here? Yeah. And you yeah. go over those train tracks down that road where the train tracks are right there by that Walmart? Yeah, yeah. You go down there, and you keep going west, and there was a turnout out there by that little canal that was out there. And we used to drink out there. I mean, that shit's in the middle. Now it's in the middle of town. Uh, we moved here in 1991, so the population in Bakersfield was a little less than 200,000. That's when we moved up here. That's when I moved here. You, when did you move out here? You were a little younger, huh? 84. Can we go back that well, far? Well, I mean, I, we li- I lived in Fresno to that. Don't let us go back that far. Why not? Weird. I want to know why. What the f- they probably weren't even fucking taking. I was going to say. That's weird, right? They had yeah. to count, they counted on a fucking bean to. So, dude, we're about to hit 400,000. 368,000. I mean, I don't see people moving back too much. And, I, and that that's considered Bakersfield. I mean, you think about yeah, Pumpkin uh, Center right. and, you know. Are you, so are you considered Bakersfield or Green Acres? No, nah, we're Bakersfield. You are? We're city limits. On the other side of the freeway must be Green Acres, huh? Uh, Well, Pumpkin Center is closest to us. Yeah, for those of you listening right now, there's a city right next to Bakersfield, literally butts up. It's called Green Acres. No joke. Green Acres is across the freeway. Yeah, no joke. Crazy man, so uh, you know it's actually out. It's out of stop, like a stop, like a freeway stop pass too. I think, like, but because we're like we're between what Berkshire and fuck, I can never remember the name where they just built the new off ramp. Hosking, Hosking, yeah. Hosking. They just put that new off ramp. What was the point of that? Maybe to get they were supposed to do it a long time ago. Actually, you know what? That empty field that's across from was supposed to be like a movie theater and a Bass Pro Shop, right? But they shit the bed too long. No, dude, that fucking overpass rules. No, I like it. I've gotten off a couple times. It's cool. I've gotten off a couple times. I've pulled over. No, that thing rules because it keeps you off Taft Highway. They have a new CHP building going on up there. My, my, uh, I have a relative that works uh, in, in the, with the CHP, and she was telling me that they got a new thing coming up. Yeah, they have been talking. They were going to build like there was a movie theater because remember that was across that field. That was where they were going to do that canals project too. Uh, what were we talking about earlier, dude? Oh, Lake Ming. So there was a problem with Lake Ming, which is the lake just to the northeast of town, by, by, right by Park Park, right? Yeah. Can you believe I've never gone out there? Uh, lived here 26 years. I've never gone to Lake Ming. But I guess, and that's where every year they have these drag boat races, pretty popular. A lot they of still go do to, it? I don't even know if they still do it anymore. Oh, I don't know. But for years, they did it. The drag boat races, it was a big deal. People came from all over for it. So and I saw some dude die out there doing that shit. Right. I remember. Well, now they're saying that they have uh, bacteria and shit in the water and not to swim in it. My question would, I would pose to you is that why would people swim in that fucking shit when it's been used as oil? Motor? I was gonna say for one, you can see like you can see fuel and shit like separating the water in it, and but it's it's 
Dude, there's a problem with stupid people in this town that they think any body of water is for them to dip their tootsies in, dude. No matter what the body of water is, if it's a fountain in front of the fucking Centennial Garden, remember somebody died in that? Yeah. I mean, and and then the river, like, the river walk part, like, they like, no, dude, somebody died in that shit. Like, no matter what it is, dude, if there's a body of water in here, some dummy thinks they can fucking, not for swimming. I, uh... Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So I'm that's not, why they have to fence off the fucking shit farms. Because I guarantee you, some jackass would be in there fucking doing a backstroke in a you know in a molten water of shit. Oh, dude, that's nasty, man. It's crazy, dude. This town is just so. It's like people don't want change, but they, it needs change. Have you been? To the, when's the last time you were at the mall? A couple weeks ago, maybe. The, the, we have two malls here in Bakersfield. We got the East Hills Mall and the Valley Plaza. The East Hills Mall is completely shut down. Not shut down, but it's like nobody fucking goes there. It's on the east side. It's like a fucking swap meet now. I mean, which I would, if they had anything good in there, I would prefer to go in there. That's what it is. It's an, it's, a, it's an indoor swap meet. I mean, if back in the day when it was halfway up and running, it was cool because it was like there was nobody in there, which was always kind of the problem why it didn't do well. I don't know. So the Valley Plaza turned into what the what East Hills Halt Mall was 10, 15 years ago, man. To me, last time I went, it seemed like nobody was. I mean, why go when you can? You're a big Amazon guy. I buy a lot of shit online. Why go into a mall unless there's something specific? Maybe that you need you know, right now. You know? Yeah, exactly. I I can't see why I would go there. Clothes wise, maybe. There's nothing. There's nothing really in there that you couldn't get somewhere else anyway. Yeah, like at a mini mall or, or a little shop. On a, like I mean, other than, like, the Apple store, which you can get at Best Buy, but, I mean, and there's some of that shit, like, you know, little, like, they're individual stores, but, I mean, generally, I don't know, it's it's a pain in the ass. So the oil fields out here is where most people work, you know, with agriculture obviously being second, and since oil dropped, you know, there's no taxes, dude. People don't fucking get this. People don't understand. That's why I don't understand how anybody can support, uh, you know, no oil the the anti oil movement and support Hillary Clinton and Democrats is because I'm not pushing the Republican Party I'm, I fucking hate the Democrats is because they're anti oil and they make it hard for oil companies to do their thing here yet they don't understand the taxes they wonder why we don't have a huge sheriff's department and why the sheriff's department's closing fucking areas down and you know they don't have enough officers and why they're losing law enforcement here in Bakersfield at, at a fast rate. It's because, dude, these people are out of fucking work. They're not spending money in the city in the surrounding areas, so the taxes aren't coming in. That's how they pay these fucking people. Well, and people. then with the oil fields, because, I mean, when I was a kid, we owned, a, you know, a few oil rigs and stuff. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, and okay. then you add in, you add in, like, OSHA's horse shit, and then the EPA... With you know, if if one drop of oil spills, oh, oh shit! Yeah, you know we fucked. gotta fucking you know scrub you know and spend a hundred thousand dollars to scrub you know because some little some little stupid ass desert mouse might you know dip his toe in it. Yeah, it sucks, dude. And so it's affecting our lives and crime rates going up, shootings and all this shit. And they're wondering what what the fuck's going on? Why does it take so long? You hear about these stories about you know the sheriff's deputies taking so long to get places? Well, dude, because they're stretched thin. You know what I mean? And, and wait till more and more people get start getting arrested, and the prisons get overpopulated locally, like Lerdo. Oh no, they want that. That's where the job is now. The jobs in the correct, fucking prison correct. system, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. It's fucking nuts, dude. Which is kind of scary when you think about that somebody's making money 
off of people going to jail. Oh, like yeah. that scares the shit out of me. The private prison industry, I think, is fucked up because then they get judges involved, dude. How many times have you heard about these uh, judges? You don't think that there's some company that's not going to kick back and be like, dude, we got to keep these fucking boxes filled, so let's go. Paying off prosecutors and and uh, uh, civil because you know most people most people who go to jail don't have money for. A well, lawyer. you just want a guy who's hard on crime, right, you know, right. like re- across the board. I'm not even talking individual cases. We need Bill because Bill's hard on crime. He fills the prison cells, you know? Well, that's why you see these signs. Dude, I always wondered, dude, I don't know if you did or if you, you probably already had it figured out, but I always wondered when you saw, so, like in election season right now, so-and-so running for judge, and it's like, oh, we vote for judges? I never knew that until recently, and I thought the city council or somebody else did it. But you vote for these judges, and you got to pay attention to who's fucking – but you have no idea what you're voting for on those judges. Well, Unless you know them or you have personal – there's no – in your voter handbook, they don't give you like, Who's you know, this dude's shit? pro-choice. He's fucking pro-death penalty. He's not that. They just go, so-and-so was a local prosecutor for 23 years, you know. Well, you got to see who's funding them because whoever's funding this guy could be, like you're saying, private prison union. Yeah, or, you know, funded by what was one of them, like Wackenhut or something like that, you know, like, oh, all yes. right. Or, or what's the, Wackenhut, what's the other big one? Uh, Securitas. That's another one. That's a security company. Then. I don't know. But, I mean, it's, it, it, it's kind of creepy, dude, when you think that there's yeah. a, you know, because I understand. I mean, the government would do the same, but, I mean, not the same. But when there's somebody who is, because, okay. Would it make these people happy? And and of course they'd tell you. They they'll give you this line of bullshit that goes. But what would make us happy is if we went out of business because then there would be no crime and we'd live in a perfect society. Bullshit. You wouldn't. Yeah. No. 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 You tell me those higher ups and those CEOs, you know, that are living in their, you know, their glass towers and you know they secured fences. It's like these celebrities that you see, you know. These celebrities that you see that are so anti-gun control, well, you can afford to be when you have, you know... Security for one, and gated communities. For one, you can secretly go in there and get a gun permit and be like, hey, man, I'm, you know, Rosie O'Donnell, because she's one of them. She's one of the big ones. You know, I'm Rosie O'Donnell, and I get death threats. All right, you can have a gun. And you, Does you, she really? I don't know if she oh, has okay. a gun or not, but okay. she was one of them that was really against it. But then they found out that she has, uh, you know, armed security detail. Hell yeah, they do. Well, and until I can afford armed security detail, I'd prefer to fucking, you know... Um, Be better to judge by 12 than, bur- than buried by 6, man. Right. You know, I that's crazy. Ice cream, man. That's crazy, man. I So there's this... You heard about the uh, the, the petitions that we can sign to get this gunmageddon thing going on? Yeah, I still haven't gone in and done it yet. Me, me neither. I, I, and I, I've spent so much fucking time at gun stores lately. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that, dude. So you just got your AR, all the pieces together. You're we're ready to build this bad boy. You went and got your lower, then you went and got an upper. Uh, what was the process like for you, bro? Was it exciting? Did you like it? I mean, you had to got piece by piece. Is it coming together? You're like, ah, oh, shit. You like it? It's a pain in the ass. Oh, <laughs> I could have told you that. Not to mention, then I got the wife behind me because she doesn't like. I could have saved some money and bought. Like an S and you know an S and W MP15, all in one piece and been done. I could have saved some money, but, yeah, but the fact is, I'm getting about a three thousand dollar rifle for about a grand, you know. But but you know what though, and, and this isn't. I don't know if anybody else agrees with me, but this is my opinion. As you know, but when I'm talking to her, when she doesn't really know or care that much about it, she just sees that I'm she spending just sees numbers. That's all she sees, right? But you know what though, you what you okay? So if you get somebody who does never never had an AR, right? And they go and they go to the armory and they buy one. Bam, you know, twelve hundred bucks. I got an AR. 
you what you did is you bought every single piece, dude, and you put it together so you know what an upper is, you know what a stock is, a buffer rod, a buffer rod spring, trigger group. I know, you know? too much now. But fucking but that <clears throat> that knowledge is invaluable because yeah. now and now you essentially learned how to put together an AR, how to assemble and disassemble an AR. Whereas most people who buy those fuckers, they don't know what the fuck they're dealing with. And I've met and talked to some people who are like, hey, man, can you show me what the fuck's going on? I mean, most people, what do they do? They just throw a scope on that son of a bitch and then think that they're, you know. Yeah, and thank you for. The uh, the dead eye of the fucking country because they can pick something out with a $4,000 scope. So I shot Randy an idea. I said, look, man, it's totally up to you. It's whatever you want to do. You can go save money and and get a good scope, a good sight, and zero it in. I'll, I'll help you do that. Or. You can just buy for fifteen, twenty, however much you want to spend on iron sights, which is like the stock metal sights that you can put on the rifle on the rail systems, and learn how to shoot basic marksmanship, you know, with iron sights, so you can learn the the basic marksmanship drills and, and learn how to shoot your rifle without the aid of any kind of scope or or sight. And you went with that, dude, and I'm so happy you did because once we get this thing all, you know, uh, completed and everything ready to go. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Well, because I'm a shithead and I'm competitive and I like to do shit. So I was like, yeah, I could do that. But You'll what? appreciate it more, I think, dude. I, and I think you'll – and it'll make it easier for you to zero in your sight and your scope when that time comes. I'm excited for you. I can't wait. Uh, I went ahead and I got you a membership out there at $5 with me and we're going to get it all taken care of, man. I got buddies out there helping us out, getting you all squared away. It's cool, man. I'm happy. I'm so fucking happy for you. It's going to be that time pretty soon. Now I got to go and get me a, uh, a pistol because I haven't had one in quite some time and I've just been rocking my AR. I had to get sober for a while before my wife was comfortable with me getting a pistol, so I'm there. Yeah, no, I got those. I just never, like, I haven't, you know, I mean, I've got shotguns and all that. I've got a shotgun that I've had for... Like a family heirloom one that was passed down? Well, I got... Those two. I got my dad's deer rifle and those are cool. Those are cool. Oh, I didn't know. And that. his shotgun, his twenty twos and a bunch of other shit. But I bought this shotgun uh pistol grip before I broke my shoulder. So I've had this thing for two years and have never fired a shot through it yet. For your shotgun you said? Yeah. Damn, dude. What gauge is it? Twelve. I got you know what, dude, I got Oh, I got shells. I just it's I had hurt my shoulder. And I didn't, oh, it, yeah, it, it's yeah, pistol yeah, grip yeah. with the stock, and I didn't want to fuck around with, you know. I remember when you bought it. I remember I remember you bought it. I was gone, right? I was in Alaska. Um, yeah. Probably 2014-ish, maybe. Yeah, you I bought it, it right before I got home. You showed it to me. Yeah, I bought it in the spring. You got, and you, I, you I've got never. AR style stock on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Fuck yeah. I've never ran, I've never ran a shell through it, because when I messed up my shoulder, and then it just, then I, I had the indoor, I had the indoor pass the, to Second Amendment. Oh, there's another story, dude. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. You just went there. I had a, I had a, um, that pass. And whenever somebody brings in a shotgun, and it's so fucking loud. So I just never took it in there. Like I don't understand that. They they take it in, and I mean, the, the only good thing I could understand about it is like if you use it for home defense. To get a little bit of the sound of what it would sound like when you fire it okay. inside. Sure. Okay. I, I could. Because it would be a little jarring from you're out there shooting it in a field with nothing else, and then one night you gotta, you know, rip that thing open in your living room or something. You know, I mean. But dude, it's so fuck. And I just never like. I always, whenever I see some guy would walk in with a shot, I'd be like, this asshole. Every time we were in the range, so I never bought. It. But the other day, Second Amendment had their their annual fall sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was like two or three days. It was like the 18th through the 20th. And I wanted to get some, what the fuck did I get? Oh, I bought some mags, bought some magazines and some ammo. And I got there a little bit before nine. Doors opened at nine. There had been dudes waiting there since like seven o'clock in the morning. That fucker wrapped all the way around the, it wrapped all the way around the building to the feed store. Well, Jerry they, Brown has sold more AR-15 than yeah, than he's the best salesman for AR you know that's ever existed. They, they've armed these these politicians and their anti-gun laws have armed the public without like it's back it's backfired on them. I feel so bad though for the people who have to do the paperwork for there because uh-huh. there was dudes buying two or three at a shot and like and I was just thinking because I remember I bought my last handgun from there and it takes a while to do the paperwork, dude, and like. Could imagine this yeah. asshole doing yeah. two or three guns. He's like, gotta wait. Yeah, I dude. Know how many people work at the uh, FBI uh, ATF database? How many people work at that fucking place? But I was just like, man, you imagine you're sitting there and you bought it. because I got in and out. I got out there in like 20 minutes. But I mean, and dude, I was in there because I checked my watch. I was there 18 minutes, like time left. Because well, I might have cut in line, and I actually I can't remember the guy's name, but we saw a listener there, and he's like, dude, come here, like because I was walking all the way to the back of the line. He's like, dude, I listen to the show. Come here. Get in line. And I'm like, hang out and we'll talk. And so I just stayed where he was at because he told me to come out and chill with him. So I did. And then I went and bought myself. And I was out of there. But, dude, I saw 50 ARs sold in front of me in 15 I, minutes. I, I bet. I bet. And and they had those fuckers stacked up damn near to the ceiling, all different models. And, I mean, you could see it was almost like it was almost like Tickle Me Elmo, like, Christmas, uh, yeah. Arnold, what's that movie with Arnold and Sinbad? Uh, uh, oh, I need a Turbo Man. Turbo Man. I need the AR. Jingle all the way. Chingle, because he always says funny. chingle all the way. Uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, it was like, you could tell, like, and there was dudes, like, starting to kind of look at the count of the boxes on the floor and starting to get a little nervous, maybe, that they might get shut out. And unless they had some more shipments, I mean, unless they had deep inventory. I guarantee you they didn't make it till Saturday, you know, or they started, you know, selling. People went in to go buy something cheap and end up spending a little bit more cash. Another thing that uh, where I work at my day job, the guy has been talking a lot about these RIP rounds, and he seems to love them. I, they're cool. You know, you, you oh, some of my buddy just bought some. And they're cool, and, you know, they'll do some damage. Those of you guys don't know what we're talking about, RIP rounds pretty much when they hit their target, they splinter off in all directions. So rather than just the bullet going in and out or getting stuck, lodged in, it's just going to break up. So it's going to cause a lot of damage. Wasn't well, it basically it a hollow point that they slid all the way down? That's what it is. So it's, it just opens up right. all the way? It's a hollow point, and it's got, like, like uh, cut marks all around it. So when it hits something, it's just fragile. It's going to break apart. Because, I mean, the hydroshocks, they cut down, like, part of the yeah. way. Like, they would cut down part uh-huh. of the way, and they had the pin inside of yeah. it. Yeah, the hydroshocks were cool for a while. Uh, but, you know, they're cool rounds, and those went quick. I know those are big, and people are just buying them up, man. And it's... Uh, you know, everybody is armed, dude. I Everybody I know, with the exception of maybe, I would say probably two-thirds of the people I know, which is a lot here in town, here in Bakersfield, is armed. Everyone's buying guns because everyone's fucking afraid. And the, everyone talks a big game about, oh, government's going to, everything's going to go to shit. Uh, people believe it to a point where they're starting to buy guns, man. They would rather buy them now. Well, look at it this way. We talked about it in the last episode about the Bakersfield Blaze. Yeah. That everybody bitches about, like, Oh, I wish I, I mean, I wish I myself, I wish I would have went more and I think it sucks that they're not going to be there anymore. But I think this week is their final homestand. Yeah. People 
don't want to be told that you can't have something. So right. the fucking Blaze are probably going to sell out their last few games, and, and, and there's going to be yeah. a shitload of people there, and then they're going to be able to sell this to the next investors to be like, look at our attendance and all that. But but what I'm saying is that's what happens with these guns, is that people are told, hey, come January 1st, fuckers, it ain't happening no more. So then the lines are coming. Yeah, and that's what it is, and everyone's armed, and it's just... And then what's going to happen is these laws are going to change, and you're going to get those people who are like, oh, I didn't buy and well, you should have. Well, I said on my hands, I've been talking about getting an AR for 15 years, 10 years, you know? Yeah, but you're smart, and you realize what the... What and then uh, I realized, like, oh, shit. Like, it's coming down now. Mm. Yeah, it is, man. It is, and people... And don't. then I wanted to get it built and done by the first, so I, you know, could argue... I mean, which, of course... You know what, though, dude? It makes me laugh about going to the gun stores. And I love a lot of you guys. You guys are cool as shit. But it's funny, dude, like, no matter no matter what you go into, if you go into a specialty store, they're fucking dorks about whatever the specialty oh, is. Yeah, I know where you're if going. you go into a computer store, they're, they're fucking computer yeah. dorks. You right. go into a comic book store, and it's just funny that if you took... I mean, you could say, like, we're selling widgets, and if you switched out comic books for guns, it's like... It's the same thing, but you're talking about a different product. And I yeah. just think it's hilarious. No, I know. I, you're, you're, the, the people who work at gun stores. That are really, it, 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 it's just funny, dude. Well, it makes me laugh. you have two types. You got the gun nut, patriotic American guy who's like pro-Second Amendment, on the guns, maybe did some hunting, whatever. And then you got the veterans. And the veterans that work there are going to either be cool or they're going to be dicks because they're going to think, like, I'm a vet. I'm a, I'm a combat vet. I work. Most of the time, they're not infantry. And so I look at it like, okay, dude, like you know a lot about guns, but... What did you really do when you were in? I'm, and I mean that from experience. I've met vets locally who work at gun stores, and it's like, what'd you do? What was your MOS? And I, I automatically think, think to myself, okay, well, you weren't infantry, so whatever. But I know exactly what you're saying, dude. They got the fucking hats on. They got the mentality. They got... I know where you're going. Yeah, and I mean, if you're selling baseball cards, comic books, it'd be the same thing. It's just this just happens to be They're shit nerdy. that goes boom, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's fucking... Dude, it's Did you weird. come across any assholes in your... While you were there? Nah, nah. I went to a couple different stores. Everybody was pretty cool. I do, I mean, like, my wife doesn't necessarily like going into them either because it's intimidating for somebody. Like, you want people to join your group. You want people to find a lot. You shouldn't be chasing people away with intimidation or, like, I don't want to ask a stupid question type thing. With guns, you're going to get that because this is like life and death weapons and shit, you know? Right, but when you've got somebody out there, like, that wants to get in, you know, you got to help them out a little. I mean, I understand you got to warn them about shit, but you also, put it this way, we've got our gun people, you've got your gun people who are going to sign those petitions to get it passed, but we already know what those numbers are. We, we, we need... If you want to get this shit passed, you got to get those people in there who don't know. Who don't know. Th- yeah. That's your swing vote. It's like voting. You know, when you go in, you know, say, 43%, you know, 40% of the country is Republican, 40% of the country is Democrat. Okay. Well, that 20% that's floating out there that's undecided, that's your vote. That's who you're going to have to swing. You've already got your dyed-in-the-wool people who are going to vote a certain way or whatever. So where your victory is going to be is is in that in that you know bringing new people into the game. Yeah, who did I listen to recently? And they were talking someone on the radio. It was one of these national shows, and they were saying that most Facebook nobody changes people's minds off Facebook. So and we all do it. We're all guilty of it. We pay we post post we post things about 
Trump or Hillary, anti-Hillary, pro-Trump, whatever it may be, but you're not changing anyone's mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like someone's not going to go post something about Hillary and say, ah, oh, she's a fucking criminal. That's a fact that did it. Like, holy shit. Like, oh, know? wow, fuck, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to vote for her now. People are going to vote. I mean, you might have some asshole dump a bucket of water over his head or start doing push-ups over some Facebook yeah. thing, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. But, I mean, no, but I'm saying that you're talking about, like, that's the new fad or that's the new thing out, but it's not, this is, we're talking about fundamental beliefs here that aren't going to, ch- you know, aren't going to yeah, change. Yeah, no going to do that. I, I mean, I'm not, no one will ever post anything on social media that will, like, completely change mine. Unless I, unless I say something and then they're like, no, Chad, you're wrong, check this out. And I'll admit that I'm wrong, dude. I don't like doing now, it. Now, don't get me wrong, that, that post on social media could put a crack in the dam to make me go research something. Right. And be like, but then again, there's people who are more open. Like, I'm open to be changed. I almost in, in like. Want to. Yeah. In, in almost everything that I believe in, I almost want to be proven wrong. But about, that's my analytical about, side about of my. God? Any, yeah, fine. Really? You're if like, if you're it like could, the most atheist guy I know. That's crazy. Yeah, but, well, because if it, was, if it could be proven to me, I don't want to be the asshole going, standing out in the rain going, it ain't fucking raining, you know? Yeah. I mean, anything. But that's the point of science and atheism. Atheism is to look at shit and be right. like, all right, yeah, prove think, it to okay. me. And right. and I'm not set in stone right. that, that was scientific proof or something that I could be changed. Yeah, when it comes to religion, I don't want to believe. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm my own God. But oh, anyways, it'd be great. if there's like, I mean, no, I don't want to. me and him would have a long fucking conversation about some horse shit. But don't get me wrong. I don't want to believe in a God. Anyways, uh, without going down that route... Uh, yeah, dude. Should I get into that whole Raider Joe thing, dude? How much time we got? Yeah, uh, ten minutes is more than it needs. All right. So most of you guys listening who also follow me on Facebook, and let me should I do? Are you cool? Like, should we go down this path? I don't, I don't give a fuck. All right. So I posted something. I I came home. I you know if you've been listening long enough, you know where I'm at with this whole fucking combat vet PTSD thing. I had a bad day. Came home and I got dogs. I got yappy dogs too. I got. Two chihuahuas and a Doberman that thinks she's a chihuahua. So it's just fucking madness when I come home. 19-month-old kids screaming hi to me. I, I love them. So. Well, they're the kind of dogs, though, that like you like they have no memory retention because you could just walk in the door. I've met these dogs 500 fucking times, <laughs> and they bark at me every time like I'm a fucking stranger that is going to fucking rob right. the place. And they do the same thing to you yeah. whenever you walk in. That, like, yeah, it's, it's fucking annoying, man. It's, it's, it, people don't like my dogs for that reason, dude. And Randy probably comes over here more than anybody. So, yeah. Anyway, so I come home and was that the day you, was that the day you went over to my house? I think it was. Oh my god, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so oh fuck. So this is what started it. <laughs> I went to Randy's house. I went to Randy's house for something, and uh, you know, we're walking into Randy's house, he's got this screen door where you can't see in, but they can see out. And they open the door slow. His wife opened this door slow, and he's got this giant hound dog. And again, man, I'm having a bad day, and I hear this loud oh. Like, uh, that's probably a poor fucking... Yeah, I mean, like this fucking hound dog. I thought I was in, like, Alabama being chased by fucking slave masters. Okay? Bark at me. My heart fucking skips a beat. I'm like, Jesus fucking... Like, fuck, man. So that anyways, dog is fucking great because, like, in the spring and in the fall, when it's, like, when it's cool enough to leave the doors open, we don't get a solicitor. You will not get a solicitor come up to that door. I bet not. Because as soon as they walk around that corner in that concrete. And they hear it. She over. stands up, too. Yeah, and that's, that's not, a, Sorry. She's as tall as I am when she stands up. Yeah. She's 6'3 when she stands up. And, you know, that's not really an, an intimidating 
dog per se, but I could see. I mean, it's a hound dog. It can smell. It can smell you from a fucking mile away. Well, but, not to mention when she stands up on that gate. Mm-hmm. That sound is coming from over your head. Yeah, like well, so, it sounds like a fucking grizzly bear standing up there or some dude, shit. It it said it got my heart fucking racing. I so I talked. And then that growl vibrates the yeah. fucking ground. Oh my god, dude! So I left, and my heart's racing. I come home, my dog to bark, and you can see where this is going. So rather than yell at the people around me and you know m- make everybody in a bad mood and shit, I come up here to the studio where we're at right now, and I post on Facebook. And I said my post was, I got this loud yappy dog. This loud, yappy chihuahua, and sometimes I just want to throw her off the back of a fucking cruise ship in the middle of the frozen Atlantic. Total joke. If you know me, you know I was joking. I didn't mean it. Like, everybody who knows me knows I'm joking. Because the cruise ship would be too difficult. We'd just take it out to the desert and let it go. <laughs> let the coyotes get it. Well, this fucking guy who I've been, you know, friends with on social media, I've actually been kind of cool with him, man. We, we've joked. We've laughed. He's a Dodger fan, and it's somebody who I thought was kind of cool. Well, he comments. He's like, uh, I hope you don't do that, brah. If anyone does it, I hope you do. I hope you kill yourself. And then he comments again under that, talking about how all veterans should kill themselves. And he goes into this long, this spiel, post by post, comment by comment, about how vets, should, how we should kill ourselves. And you know what he basically did, if you think about it, is he took, like, like Lionel's doing it right now, like the the twenty two push ups, mm-hmm. and he basically almost cut and pasted that. But the negative parts of it, like instead of yeah, don't kill your, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like he, he almost he, read the script of that, but switched it. And this guy's also somebody who posts, you know, pictures of him drinking and shit and stuff, and beers that he drinks and stuff. So he leaves comments about my uh, alcohol sobriety and shit for a while. He's been doing it about Chad, just go drink, just go drink. So I've had an issue with him, and I don't know where it came from. I, I don't really understand where this came from. Cause I thought we were pretty cool, but anyways, I'm sitting here fucking pissed already, and now I'm like, what? Before I could even reply, I had, fuck, man, a dozen or more people within two minutes just blowing this guy up. This turned into a fucking huge thing, man, to the point where he blocked me, deleted a, a bunch of other people, made the, I guess deleted his Facebook account. It went fucking viral, man, here in Bakersfield. And uh, the reason being is because he said veterans need to kill themselves. Um, I was pretty pissed. I made a retaliation video. I had to delete it because of my new job and stuff. But uh, the only thing I got to say about that is Randy has been a huge part of my life with putting that military stuff behind me. It's never going to be completely gone. It's impossible. It's never going to be it. But uh, to get me riled up like that and even go back into a private group and have to address it there with veterans um, really kind of set me back for a couple of days. And if you're the kind of person who wants to have a joke, we're down. If you've listened to us for a fucking minute, we're down for dirty jokes. We're down for raw humor. But there's something, I, I, and Randy, you'd agree. There's lines, man. There's certain things where it's like, okay, you can even you can go too far, and if you're willing to go too far for me and Randy, you're a fucking you're a fucked up per you're a fucking you're a fucking bad person, dude. But that's you're like intentionally digging to push buttons. Yeah, and it's just it's just uh, it was like just bad. Th- that was my problem with it, and what really fucking pissed me off. Is I I saw people post about it and ask like maybe dude was just having a fucking drunk night no. or whatever, but it didn't get deleted the next day. I've had some drunk nights where I've said some awful shit and I woke up in the morning either with my phone on my chest and the Facebook app open or went oh fuck I know I was well, on I've Facebook done it. I've done and it. then it's time to go scrub it up a little bit. But this dude. 
left that shit out there. So then that means to me, if you're leaving it out there, and this was over, it was out there for at least, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's still out there because he changed the name, whatever. But if it's over a 24 hour period, like, he meant it. You're, you're signing that one, you right. know? Oh, yeah. But you're fucking stamping stamp approval that one. Here's the thing he never messaged me, apologized to me. He never. Even even when he was engaging in conversation against countless of my combat vet brothers, uh, he didn't he didn't say, "Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm totally joking. I was fucked up. I'm so sorry. My bad. Nothing, dude." He, so he meant it, and uh, that's just a, an issue that you don't fucking play with. So, what I'm saying and what I've told in privately to people and what I'll say right now publicly is that uh, I'm never going to go back to being the veteran first type mentality. I can't afford to, but I will be participating in the Silky Hike coming up on the 10th. Uh, physically, I can't do it. I'm just I'm out of shape and I got some other shit going on that I don't want to I just don't want to fucking do it but I will be there. I'm going to help Eric with it. We're going to get it on the radio. We're going to do some other things and uh, help promote it. I might do the first iteration to the first stop. We'll see, but uh better veteran suicide is not a joke. You know, it's not. It's a fuck, you know, 22 thing. I, I disagree with cuz research, but you know, if you any of you know Laker Joe, Raider Joe, if you listen to this podcast and you're friends with him and I know some of you who have listened to the show before, you know him personally. Uh just tell him, man. I'm not going to go after him like I said. I'm not going to waste my time. But he's a fucked up human being. He's the kind of human being that uh, should be fucking thrown in a fucking sewer vat and left there and covered. Because that kind of individual doesn't need to be in our around our children. Uh, you know, he works around kids. His job, he works around kids. That's all I'm going to say is uh, he works for a school district. And that's just fucked up. So I want to leave the show on a, on a bad note. Let's do some good notes. Uh, let's do a good note real quick and give kudos to our buddies, the Aviators, bro. Fucking A, man. These guys went down to Whiskey... Was it Whiskey A Go-Go? Yep. Went down to Whiskey A Go-Go, did a Battle of Bands competition. They've won a few in the past, and uh, they're opening for what? What's this show, dude? Let's go the to... The Hair Nation or something. I can't remember. It's in Irvine Meadows. The guy that hosted it was one of the dudes... Tracy Guns and uh dude from... Fuck, is from uh, the rock show... Uh, Comic. That, that metal show is that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, cu- fucking kudos, man, to them. You guys are out there doing your thing, and we're, we couldn't be more proud, dude. I, I think we should try and make that. I hope we can. It's at the. Uh, it's Irvine Meadows. Irvine Meadows. It's just a bunch of uh, like hair bands, man, and they'll be opening up. It's gonna be good shit, man. Battle for Hair Nation. Battle of the bands, man. On August. No, this is Eddie Trunk is who it was, I think. Yeah, this is when they won. They won on August seventeenth over at Whiskey A Go Go. So congratulations, guys. We couldn't be more proud of you. Yeah, it's a conversation with Dan the other day, just back and forth on Facebook, and just I mean, proud of those guys and knew. That's why I always yeah it was Eddie Trunk. Yeah, that's why I always like. I always had that argument when people would say like when they're like so they're a good local band I'm like no dude they're not a good local band they're a good fucking band they like are, it, yeah. it's not it's not they're not good local band status yeah this isn't something that's like oh if you're ever in Bakersfield check this band out this is a band that can play anywhere open up for anyone I mean these guys can open up for Guns N' Roses man ACDC oh, I mean that's what one of the things that Tracy Guns because he talked about them on XM yesterday and said that they're like a a newer better songwriting version of ACDC is basically what he said. Yeah, so here's the details on the show, man. It is, uh, fuck, you know what, I'll get it to you guys. Is it right here? September 17th. Yep, September 17th, Irvine Meadows. Uh, it's going to have Vince Neil, Brett Michaels, Kicks, uh, Ying of A. Malstein, Slaughter, Slaughter. I mean, you know, 80s hair bands, man. It's going to be fucking awesome, man. I really want to go. Randy, we should go, dude. It's on a Saturday. We should do that. We should go. Should try. So check them out, man. Look up. I want to. They're playing. Uh, they're playing that. Uh, that 
with Fanny or whatever at the fair like this weekend too. But I'm working. Oh, that's that cover band. There's like there's another event that they're doing. Yeah, it's like Van Halen and Sweet Child of Mine. Or it's like two. It's a Guns N' Roses and a Van Halen cover band, and yeah. I'd love to go. But God damn it, I'm working. Yeah. So you know what? Just check out our Facebook, uh, the Chapman and Randy Show. We'll we'll post links to all that, man. And go over to those guys' Facebook page, man, if you haven't already, and congratulate them. They work really hard. They're fucking great dudes, man. So, anyways, that's what's going on. Bakersfield is a cool place to live in, man, but I just think that it needs to evolve to that next step. before. Keep the fucking cockroaches away. (laughs) Fucking cockroaches and criminals. All right, guys, thanks a lot for everything. You can find us at chadmanandrandyshow.com. No the, just chadmanandrandyshow.com. Like I said, we're on Facebook. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM. That's for all you Google and or for all you Droid and Samsung users. YouTube, and I believe that's it. If you have any questions, message us and uh, show ideas, topics, complaints, gripes, whatever you got. This is the Chairman Randy Show. Oh.